One of my earliest memories is getting obsessed with a dead pigeon, actually. It was really cool. It was like next to a petrol station, so some petrol had like leaked out into the gutter, and it was kind of like around the pigeon and on the pigeon, and the pigeon had this like green and purple colours in its neck anyway, and then the petrol made those kind of patterns, and I was just like, that's really pretty. I was like, that's well good. I've always not really had a barrier between what's clean and what's nice stuff that you can touch and like is fine and what's dirty or stuff you shouldn't talk about. Like I don't think I've really ever had that barrier. I don't know, I've always just been a little bit interested in, yeah, death. It's like the perception of stuff. So like, birds are pretty, and then when they die, birds need to be disposed of and not looked at. And like flowers, we buy flowers, and then as soon as they go like a little bit wilted or they start to die, like you just chuck them out. I think as a child, that sort of thing made me feel really sad. I think I was quite attached to stuff. And I really didn't like the idea of like throwing stuff away. Yeah, people always buy me flowers and they're like, these are gonna dry really nicely because I know you're gonna keep them for ages because you're creepy. It's like, oh, thanks guys. That's sweet. Yeah, I think my work has always reflected that. Obviously stuff dies, but it's the idea of perception, the idea of changing how we think about something based on its state. I've never really considered myself to be a morbid person. And I make jewellery, but I make jewellery from the feet of roadkill pigeons. But it's not, like, they're cast from pigeons' feet. So they're all solid silver, I use precious stones. It all looks very sort of glamorous and elegant. It's not, like, gothy and dark. So the idea is that you look at it and it's something beautiful and then you realise what it is afterwards. And it's the idea of changing someone's perception about something that's considered to be dirty or gross or whatever. And then there is, there's the whole idea of death in there as well. And I never, I never thought about it like that. I never realised that I had this sort of, you know, this morbid fascination. And then, um, basically, a year and a half ago, uh, my brother was killed in a motorbike accident. Uh, so that was really sudden. And I think since then, it's, it's changed everything. It's changed my whole life. But it's changed 
a lot about the way I think about death or um, it's made it more apparent that it's been something that I've thought about for a long time. It just makes you stop and reflect on everything. And sometimes that can be a good thing. And sometimes that can just be like quite self-destructive. I realised that as much as like I would love to have my brother back more than anything in the world, I wouldn't want to be the person that I was then. Because what I've learned in losing him is just changed me so fundamentally as a person that I would not want to go back to how I was before that. Um, and I think, I don't know, the whole concept of, of death and the way we talk about it, because we don't talk about it really, people just don't know what to say and I don't blame them because it's really hard and like you just don't know what to say but it's shocking the amount of people that just say nothing I think um, it makes you it makes you realise like the, the fragility of life and um, and just stop and look at everything. It, it made me reassess pretty much all of my relationships, a lot of my friendships. It makes you realise who's there for you and who's not there for you. I cut a lot of people out of my life because they, yeah, because they they weren't really they weren't really there for me in a way. And it was surprising as well, like the people who really stood up and sort of were supportive and reliable weren't the ones that I would have expected to have been but more than that it's changed I think I'm a kinder person and it gives you a bigger picture like I am I was depressed for a while I think I probably still am. I still have moments of it. And in some ways, it made me feel like everything was pointless because it puts so much into perspective that everything just seems like this trivial, mundane task that just doesn't fucking matter. And um, that's really hard. For a long time, the only thing I could say was just, like, nothing matters. And everyone was like, oh, shit, Tess is really depressed. Like, what's she going to do? Like, oh, God. But actually, it was quite... For me, that phrase was quite positive. And, um, yeah, it made me realise that just, like, so much stuff, so much bullshit that people just, like, you know, worry about and talk about, it just doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter. And then... It takes a long time to work out what does matter. But you have a new way of looking at everything. And when people are sat around talking about some friend that's like got some 
relationship problem that you're sat around discussing and they're not even there. It's just like, this doesn't matter. This definitely doesn't matter. And you can switch off and you can just look at everything with a new light. And it takes a while, I think, to work out what does matter. And I'm still working it out. But I would never go back to how I was before. I change my mind about how I feel about it every day. But it is a change of state. And we're the ones that you should feel sorry for because we're the ones that are left to deal with the loss of that person. That person, if you're lucky enough that it was a quick death and they didn't know what happened, then that person's sort of all right. And that's quite, that's like slightly comforting. But it's, it's what's left. It's like the people that are left to deal with that. That's, that's the hard bit, really. I take a lot of pleasure in my work, but it's... You're making something pretty. But I still question that because it's like, oh, well... I'm actually doing anything. Like, I'm just making pretty objects for people to buy, like... Does, does that really matter? Is that, well, no, that doesn't really matter, no. But it makes me happy and it makes other people happy and you bond with people over that. So I take a lot of pleasure in my work but at the same time I try, to, I try not to work as hard as I did and I try to spend more time with my friends and sort of give myself a break I think it's very easy to beat yourself up over stuff. Me and my brother grew up very, we're very, we're, we're pretty close. Um, and at some points in our childhood, it was a bit tough and whatever and we always had each other and I think certain things happened that affected both of us quite negatively and we adopted um, uh, like coping mechanisms that fed into our later lives and with him passing you can reflect and you can see that so much clearer and you can go, right, well, that was helpful. And that was a good thing that he did. And then you can go, right, that was bad. Like, you know, he used to beat himself up over that. And he felt, he always felt guilt over certain things. And, and it was just like, well, that was, that was bloody pointless, wasn't it? And if I could, if I could go back, I'd just be like, you know, that, that wasn't that helpful. And then you can learn from that. I think it's changed a lot of my family as well. I think we've become... It's taken a long time. But I think a lot of people... We've not necessarily become closer yet. But I can see how a lot of people have questioned their own lives and what they're doing. 
based on having lost someone so special. 